Chuba, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, welcome to another edition of Storytime with Rabbi Itziers and his sidekick, me, Yossi. <laughs> Boy, am I in a good mood. Uh, why are you in such a good mood? It's raining. Gishme bracha. It didn't rain for a while. Now, now my lawn is growing and growing, and I'm also growing. Why are you growing? I stood outside in the rain for a while. <laughs> I think that's a little myth, you know, about growing in the rain. Okay, so uh, let's get this uh, show on the run. Uh, run, I love to run. <laughs> you got to be careful when you run in the rain. You could slip, you know. Uh, yes, I know, especially if you step on wet leaves that are falling off trees. Okay, so let's remind everybody that you are listening to jritradio.com. If you would like to listen on the telephone, you could listen uh, by dialing 712-432-4217. Or you could dial 718-506-9099, where you can hear us live, or you follow the prompts and the menu, whatever, and you could listen to archives, any shows that you have missed. Okay, and if you'd like to listen to us on a kosher internet, you just Google com. And if you'd like to text in a message or a wonderful uh, story that you'd like us to tell or any information on uh, you'd like to know how you can sponsor any one of our shows, including this one, or if you would like to know how you could uh, advertise on the show, then you could text in 347-927-8398. If you do text in a story idea, please just uh, don't give me a name of a story because that doesn't help me because uh, names are irrelevant. It's uh, mainly the gist of the story and probably, if you can, the source so I can look it up and... uh, because when I get a feel of the story, you bring it to life. Uh, that's correct. That's correct. Well, why are you shouting? I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. Okay. So anyways, uh, uh, you just must be in a, a good mood, right? I am. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay. Anyways, I do have a story this time. Uh, you always have a story. Uh, yes, I know. But <laughs> nobody knows if I'm doing the story Live or you, you are doing it live. You're standing here. Can I pinch you? Oh, what are you doing? I, 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 I want to make sure you're alive. Yes, I am alive. What I mean is, you know, sometimes uh, people don't realize if I came prepared with a story or just I walk into the studio and Hashem just throws something in my head and it just shoots out. But Baruch Hashem, 99% of the time, I do have a story idea when I walk into the studio. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, do you have an idea where the studio is? Of course. I'm inside the studio. Oh, yeah. And I also. How do you know? Because I'm also inside. Oh, you see? Uh, let, let's get on with the show. Okay. So now I'd like to remind everybody you know, that uh, Hanukkah is closer than you think. And Baruch Hashem, the calls are coming in for stories and for martial arts demonstrations and also for our Hamish show. Uh, the Koyach and the Moyach. Okay, so uh, don't wait till the last minute and think that, you know, you know, you know, um, I'll just call, you know, I'm probably maybe not busy, but, you know. Uh, not so. Boch Hashem. Uh, Hanukkah is a very popular time that people uh, have family gatherings or some yeshivas and things like that, and they have. Uh, entertainment hired, and there's all kinds of entertainment out there, and I'm one of them. <laughs> no, you're three of them. What do you mean I'm three of them? Well, you do the storytelling, uh, you do the martial arts demonstration, and you do the kayak from the mayach. Uh, yes, that's true. You're right. Okay, so if anybody's interested in hiring me, uh, that's it. That's, uh, let, me, let me take over. Move over, please. Kills me. Pardon me. Pardon me. Okay, if anybody is interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhi Yerbs, uh, uh to do any of the storytelling or, or, or martial arts demonstration or, or the kayak from the Mayach, you know, um, uh, you can call 718-375-1294 or you can call 718-375-1294. It's the same thing, but it's just a little easy way to remember. Okay, and then he will give you all the information if you want. He'll... Uh, Give you the link that you could see, uh, 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 you know, like uh, little highlights from some demonstrations and so on and so forth. You know, uh, if not, you can Google uh, on, for yourself on a kosher internet. You can Google uh, Rabbi Yisirf's Extreme Martial Arts Demo. Or you can Google Koach von Demoach. K-O-A-C-H-F-O-O-N-D-E-M-M-O-A-C-H. Okay, now we got that out of the way. Yes, and of course, if anybody's interested in... Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course, of course, how can we forget? If anybody's interested in any art lessons, or uh, if they're listening, uh, I mean listening... (laughs) 
<laughs> that was a good one. Yes, okay, so I'll take over. Anybody's interested in any art lessons? Or if they would like to learn self-defense lessons and martial arts, or if they would like to learn energy exercises, then the number to call is 718-375-1294. Yes, you got that right. Okay, and I think we covered just about everything. No, 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 no. You have to tell about your CDs. If anybody's interested in ordering any of Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs, which 99% are not in the stores, maybe one day, maybe he's going to change his mind. But for now, it's not in the stores at the moment, most of them. And so, therefore, if you want to order them, uh, if you would like that Rabbi Yitzhak should uh, email you a, a complete list, then the number to call is 718-375-1294. I hope you know that by now. Okay, anyway, so uh, that's that. Okay, I think so. Um, and then uh, what else? Uh, of course, uh, you could tell them, if you would like, uh, to be on the lookout for a new book by Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs. A new book? Are you serious? Are you pulling my leg? Would you like me to? No, 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 no. Don't pull my leg. No, 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 no. Uh, really? Yes, yes. There's a new book going to come out. Uh, for those who remember, it appeared first as a... Uh, Comic series in uh, the FJJ, uh, Zelig the Wagon Driver. Now it's been edited by yours truly and put together in book form. And it's a mummish, uh, unbelievable book. Bez Hashem, it'll be out before Hanukkah. I'm not exactly which day before Hanukkah, but it will be out in the very, very near future. So be on the lookout for Zelig the Wagon Driver. Okay, by, of course, yours truly, Rabbi Tsirps. Okay, and now that we got that out of the way, I would like to remind everybody and anybody that JV Radio could use donations because uh, JV Radio does not exist by itself. We do need your funding. And after all, I don't have to explain to you why JRoot Radio could use your funding because you know the benefits of it and you're listening right now. Okay, so therefore, I'd like to remind you if you'd like to send in your donations, you can send in donations to JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. I think I basically covered everything, so now I can get to the story, right? Ah, yes, but you forgot to say... Uh, oh, yes, of course. This show, once again, is dedicated as a Rafu Shalema for Chaim Yesetzvi ben Sora Miriam. Once again, this show is dedicated for Rafu Shalema for Chaim Yesetzvi ben Sora Miriam. Okay? Now can I get to the story? Uh, let me think about it. What do you have to think about? I don't know. I just want to think about it. Okay, you go over there on the side and think about it, and about 8 o'clock you can let me know what you thought about. No, no, then the show is over. You'll see. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just kidding around. <laughs> Getting ready for other. Getting ready for other. It's Hanukkah time coming around. Okay, anyways, um, uh, the, tonight's story is called... It's called... Um, 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 718-683-5858. What does that have to do with it? I figured I would stick in the number that nobody has to be reminded about. Because everybody knows that number, 718-683-5858. That's the number people call at the end of the show to tell what lesson they learned. Okay, so that has nothing to do with the story. That's after the story. I know that. Can I get to the story now? Oh, okay, go right ahead. Okay, tonight's story is called What a Warm Glass of Milk Can Do. Ah, it could make me not thirsty. I know that. And it could make me feel better. I know that. Uh, you know what? There's one more thing that warm milk does. Maybe you should drink some now. Yeah, what is that? Uh, warm milk makes people sleepy. See, if people have a difficulty in falling asleep at night, they drink warm milk. Oh, is that it? Yes, yes. You could drink warm milk. Oh, okay. That sounds good. So tonight we're drinking warm milk and not telling a story. No, we're going to tell a story. The name of the story is What a Glass of Warm Milk Can Do, or What a Warm Glass of Milk Can Do. Okay, make up your mind. Is it a warm glass or a glass that's warm? Uh, Yossi, forget about it. I forget about what? Uh, never mind. Sit just down. Okay, just sit down. Okay, I'm sitting. Okay, okay. All right. Now, <clears throat> as we were saying, Okay, we're going to go now to a shear. Wait a minute, how can we go to a shear? We're telling a story. No, 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 no. In the story, we're going to a shear. Oh, we're going to a shear in the story. <laughs> okay, uh, 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 okay, so who's shear are we going to? Uh, Rabbi Greenberg. Oh, Rabbi Greenberg, okay. Uh, do we know him? We're going to know him now. Oh, okay, Rabbi Greenberg, okay, got it, got it, got it. Rabbi Greenberg, is that like rabbi and in Greenberg? Yes, yes. Now, can I get moving? 
You want to move also? Would you stop that, Jesse? Just sit down and let me get started already. You know, people, uh, you know, think you're nerve-wracking. I don't think so. I know. But would you stop that? Okay. Anyways, here we go. We're going to a shear by Rabbi Greenberg. And Rabbi Shear, Rabbi Shear. <laughs> Did you see that? You see, you're mixing me up. I know. I turned your paper upside down. <laughs> would you stop that? Okay. Anyways, we're at a shear now uh, by Rabbi Greenberg. So Rabbi Greenberg was giving a shear. So listen very carefully what I have to tell you. We're in the middle of discussing uh, you know, and today I would like to continue with the concept that we're in the middle of talking about milk, okay? We're in the middle of talking about milk, all right? And so uh, you know there are a couple of categories that you probably heard how milk is described. You heard that milk is called chalav akum. You've heard that milk is called chalav stam. And of course, beyond the shadow of a doubt, you heard that milk is also called chalav Yisrael. Uh-huh. I, I did. I, I definitely did. I, I, I heard about it. Uh, oh, we were not talking to you. You're supposed to be sitting there and contemplate. Uh, you're supposed to contemplate and think about, um, like, sitting quiet so that I could be doing my part in the story. Oh, okay, you do that. <clears throat> okay. Rabbi Herbst, can you control that guy over there? Oh, yes, I'm going to try to control Yassi. Yassi, would you like to wait outside? No, I'll be very quiet. You'll see. You want to watch me? Yes, I want to watch you. But you don't want to hear me. No. Okay, you want to hear me. <laughs> Yassi? Okay, uh, Rabbi Greenberg? Oh, yes. So, Lamaisa, so basically, in different, in different areas, uh, in different areas, uh, in different areas, you could go over and um, drink Chal uh, Yisrael because uh, that's the best to drink. And uh, when I say it's the best to drink, you have to understand that Chal Yisrael means that it was watched by a Yid. And uh, therefore, from the beginning of the milking process to the end, basically, and there's no chance that chas v'sholem, a non-kosher animal, uh, could have its milk mixed in, or generally speaking, hopefully no meat was mixed in as well. But basically, you know, uh, people sometimes in the olden days, especially in Europe, it was very common, and even here in America in the early, 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 early days, it was very common that sometimes people used to go over and uh, take milk from any animal that, that gave off milk. Uh, whether it be a pig or a goat or uh, anything, even that was trafe, you know. And so, let me explain to you that uh, the Yidin drink was called Chal of Yisrael. It was called Chal of Yisrael, meaning that it was watched uh, by a Yid from beginning to end. And, of course, uh, there are different things that we have to understand. For example, uh, what exactly is Chal of Akim? So the word Akim, everybody understands, uh, stands for Avoidas Kaychavim. And that's another name for uh, a, a Gentile, a Goy, because in the olden days, um, they used to worship idols, and one of the idols that they used to worship was they used to worship the stars, and that's what they would call that. Now, of course, everybody's familiar with another term called Cholov's thumb. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. It's a very good milk. Yeah, 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 I like it. It's a lot cheaper than Chalav Yisrael. Well, we're not going to talk about whether it's cheaper than Chalav Yisrael or not. Uh, it's probably cheaper because by Chalav Yisrael they have a mashgiach or whatever and so on and so forth. Okay, so uh, let me explain what Chalav Stam is. Oh, yes, I know what it is. Uh, may, may, I, may I speak up, sir, Rabbi? May I tell you? Yeah, yeah okay, uh, go Zanvol, go go right ahead. All right, Rabbi. Uh, basically, Cholavakim, uh, if I remember correctly, Cholavakim uh, is, is is like mamish goyish milk completely. But um, nowadays, sometimes it's called Cholavstam because you see, it so happens that um, you see in in America uh, there are laws from the agriculture or whatever they call that thing, and and therefore, as a result.
turns out that um, um, they, they, they don't allow uh, milk other than like uh, from a cow or something like that. So they don't allow pig's milk here in, in America. And therefore, uh, even if a Yisrael is not watching it, it's still okay. Because the reason why it's still okay is because the reason why it's still okay is because it's okay. Why is it okay? Okay is a kashris leak. No, 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 we're not going to go into that because we're talking about Chalostam. So thinking about Chalostam, so basically, if I understand, it means Stam is like it's milk or without any supervision, but you don't have to worry if it's not from a cow because here in America, that's the law, right? And basically, you know, in the olden days in Europe, if the majority of people used to have milk uh, from mostly uh, kosher animals and then just once in a while, there might have been someone that had it, so the majority is kosher, so you could drink that also. But the ones that are machmir, the ones who are more stricter and stringent, so they always made sure they drank milk that was supervised by a Yisrael, by a Yid. Uh, I got it right? <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. You got that better right. Yes, yes, no question about it. So it appears, uh, based on what you said, mm-hmm, so it comes out that you're 100% correct. Chalastam is just Tamazai milk that uh, we just didn't have any particular thing with it. So that's very good. Okay. Now, uh, meaning no supervision and you don't have to worry about it. And so, but there are people that because of strong uh, family tradition and carrying on from generation to generation, and they have strong rules that even though, even though that, um, uh, you know, Chalastam could be drank, uh, you know, you know, a person can drink it, you know, it could be drunk, I mean, but don't get drunk while you drink milk. I mean, I don't know a person that can get drunk while he's drinking milk unless he puts schnapps in it, but oh, whatever. Anyways, Lamaisa Lechaira, Lechaira Lamaisa, I should say. Uh, basically, the concept is that uh, because of things that used to happen, there are people still stay strong and stringent about the idea of drinking Chalav Yisrael, even though Chalastam, let's say here in America, would be okay. So, uh, everybody understand that? Uh, yes, I do. Um, um, uh, yes, um, um, uh, yeah, but, um, um, I hear what you're saying. Oh, 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 wait a second, somebody's passing me up a note here. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, there's no question about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> so, um, 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 let me continue, all right, um, um, may I ask another question? Uh, yes, go right ahead, ask another question. Uh, all right, um, so, Lemaisa, Lechoy Lemaisa, um, yeah, um, I was just wondering, it, it, like, uh, you know, sometimes people learn lessons from a good story or something like that, you know. So I was wondering, uh, like, you know, can you tell us a story that would give us, like, uh, inspiration that, you know, uh, even though Chal of Yisrael costs a little bit more, you know, and Chal uh, of is okay, but, you know, just to be more stringent, you know, uh, and, you know, get more mitzvahs, perhaps, I don't know, uh, whatever. Uh, maybe you could tell a story uh, to give us inspiration. <laughs> All right, tell you a story. Hmm, you know, come to think of it, there's a very famous story. I know what it is. It's called What a Warm Glass of Milk Can Do. Yossi, please. You're supposed to be sitting here quietly. You told Robert. All right, sorry. Okay. Anyways, so now, as we were saying, so there's a Takamaisa that happened many years ago with the great Sadiq, Ramosha Seifer. Was also known as Ramesh Schreiber, because Schreiber is a name in Yiddish and also in German. And uh, after all, for those who know uh, about Chassam Seifer, he was born in, uh, as I recall, um, he was born in uh, Frankfurt, Germany. Okay, and uh, gradually he ended up in other places, which, uh, um, but uh, the point is, the matter is, uh, we're going to tell the story of Ramesh Schreiber. I was born uh, around 1762 in Frankfurt, Germany. And um, um, does anybody here know anything about him uh, that would like to add to it? Yes, I know. He was a child prodigy. He was an Eloi. And he was already so advanced in Gemara 
at the age of seven, uh, if I remember correctly, once um, hearing uh, from someone else, uh, at the age of 12, uh, Rabbi uh, Moshe Sefer, the Hassan Sefer, was already a Talmud of the great Tzadik, Rab Nossin Adler, who was one of the greatest Talmudic Hachomim of that period. Uh, yes, that is correct. Oh, uh, I know something else also. Um, I, 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 I remember, I wasn't at the Hasna, but I remember, anyway, nonetheless, that uh, from reading one of the forums that Rav Seifer, Moshe Seifer, married a person by the name of Sora Jorowitz, and uh, they, they was in 1797, and they settled down in a town called Prosnitz. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's correct. So, continuing along with his biography, as we get to the story to understand what a great person he is, in 1794, Rabbi Sefer uh, took his first uh, position to be a Rav in Dresnitz. And then, about five years later, he became the rabbi of Matisdorf, uh, which is in Hungary. Oh, so that's the connection. It is a yeshiva called Hassan Seifer. And there was a famous tzaddik, the Matist of Rav, who was the, oh, yeah, oh, the connection. Now I see. Hapshine, Hapshine. Okay, I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, that's very good. Okay, anyways, uh, in 1801, there was a chief rabbi, the, 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 you know, the, the Rav, of the um, of Pressburg. Now, Pressburg really was called, believe it or not, Pressburg had a different name. It was really Bratislava, Bratislava, sorry, Bratislava, and it was in Slovakia, and it was part of the uh, uh, Austria-Hungarian Empire, okay? And uh, that's basically what it was. But in German, it was called Pressburg. Or, when you really say it in real German, you say Preschberg. Well, anyway, so in Preschberg, um, there was a rabbi, a name of Rabbi Meshulam Igra. Oh, he was one of the greatest Talmidei Unfortunately, you know, the Meshulam calls people on high, and uh, he was Nifter. And then, believe it or not... So they went and they got another rab. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. I'm sure they got another rab, right? Uh, well, actually, believe it or not, for five years, for five years, the people of Pressburg were looking for a rov, and they couldn't find any. What's it mean? They put an ad in the paper and just give a good salary, and everybody's going to join. Don't worry. Whether they have smicha, whether they don't have smicha, whether they don't have to be a rov, whether they are plumber, you know what I mean? Uh, yes, I understand exactly what you mean. But after having such a great tzaddik like Rabbi Shulam Igra, there was no way on earth that they were going to just take stomachs like anybody. Well, uh, so what happened was is um, there was a um, you know, problem. And eventually came along the great, great tzaddik. Ah, yes. The great, great tzaddik, Ramesha Seifer. And he was asked to take that position. Mm-hmm, that's correct. And uh, basically, the position he held was the Rav of Preschberg. And he held that position for about 33 years. And, of course, eventually, not too long after he got there, he opened up a yeshiva. Let me think. That was the first yeshiva, Hassan Seifer. Actually, no. It was called yeshiva Preschberg. By the way, since we keep using the term Hassam Seifer, does anybody know how the name Hassam Seifer became Rabbi Moshe Seifer's name? Oh, yeah, I think I know. Uh, um, because uh, he wrote a Seifer, Hassam Seifer. <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Like when the Chofetz Chaim, uh, uh, Rabbi Yisrael Meir Cohen, when, when Kagan, when he uh, wrote his Sefer Chofetz Chaim, so he was called after his Sefer called Chofetz Chaim. So uh, Rabbi Meir's Sefer was called after his Sefer, he was called Hassam Sefer. Uh, that's a very good assumption, and that's true. But there was a something hidden inside. There was an acronym. An acronym? What's an acronym? An acronym? An acronym? Ackerman! Oh, he lives down the block from me. He wasn't able to come to the show. He wasn't feeling well. No, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about. An acronym means like uh, 
like uh, a word formed uh, by the letters of a bunch of things, a bunch of names, and abbreviation. So let's take a look. Chasam Soifer, the Ches is for Chidushay, the Tov is for Toiras, and Mem is for Moishe. So Chasam Soifer, Chidushay, Toiras, Moishe, Soifer. And that's why it was called Chasam Soifer. Wow, that's great. I like that. It's a beautiful Peshat. I like that. So, uh, Lomaisa, uh, what's the story with the story? Ah, ah, ah. I'm glad you asked. So let me point out another thing. It's very important to know this because this is the Iker of the story. You see, it happens to be that uh, there was a, a movement called Haskala. And Haskala movement was like, um, sort of like... Uh, a reform type of movement, and they wanted to change the whole way of Yiddishkeit, and they wanted to assimilate among the Goyim. They wanted to be part of them. And this is what they did. And it was extremely active between the 1770s and the 1880s, which is like a little bit over 100 years. It was very, very active, and it still goes on to some extent now. But a major difference is that, you see, in those days, it was people who were from they were religious, they were orthodox, and then they decided they wanted to have an easier life, and that's what's called Haskala, which means enlightenment, enlighten the world, at least that's what they thought, to enlighten the world with new ideas, change the Torah, because Torah is old-fashioned. But you know, everybody knows the old thing. What old thing? What old thing? Are you calling me an old thing? Just because I'm 77 and a half years old? It doesn't mean I'm an old thing, Okay. Sorry, Rabbi, did I insult you? Uh, no, no, no. I guess he misinterpreted. I was saying that there's an old thing. For example, from the day that Odomarishan was created, people were breathing, right? Yes, 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 of course, of course, of course. Yes, so therefore, since people were breathing, so what do you think? If people were breathing, then... And now we're talking about 5,776 years later, people are still breathing. You want to say breathing's old-fashioned? Let's stop breathing! <laughs> and of course nobody does that because... Of course nobody does that because the reason why nobody does that is very simple. If you stop breathing, you die. And that's exactly it. And if people stop keeping tired the right way, then of course then people die. Spiritually, that is, you know. And uh, it's Torah that keeps the world going. But uh, this year is not for that purpose yet. Uh, that Maybe another year we'll talk about that in greater detail. However, this year we're talking about the, uh, you know, Boss of Achala. We were talking about that. But, of course, because you wanted an, a story of inspiration, so I brought up this background here to tell you that uh, one of the people that fought very strongly against the Haskola was... Uh, the Heilige. That's Hadik, of course, of course, the Hashem Shoifer. And if I remember correctly, his second wife was the daughter of Rabbi Akiva Ege, and together they were fighting against Ashkola, right? Well, that's right. See, nowadays, when you find somebody that maybe he's not religious, he's not orthodox, he's like considered like a Tinnik Shanishbu, according to some, because, uh, you know, he just was brought up the way he doesn't know better, you know. And, you know, but that's why, Baruch Hashem, we have a lot of Kirov movements out there that are trying to be makarv, to bring people closer to Yiddishkeit, show them the roots. And many times when people see their real roots and they realize that uh, life is so much better when you keep a theoretical life. And you could see things and things make sense in the world. As a matter of fact, you're going to see that also in this story. How are we going to see that? I thought you were going to tell us about how we're going to learn that uh, drinking whole of Israel is a very good thing. And even though it's uh, not always, uh, I mean, I, 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 I mix up my thought. What was I going to say? I think you're going to say that um, a whole of Stam is okay in this country, but still people want to be mocked because of a story that the Rav is going to tell over. And this story is going to have inspiration. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, go ahead. Yes. So, but in the story, there's going to be other lessons also, you'll see. Okay, anyway, so why did I talk about the Haskala? Because in those days, the Haskala weren't just people that went off to Dera and just didn't want to keep Torah. But they wanted to push their way of doing things. So much so that sometimes they made trouble for the Orthodox Eden. And sometimes they made trouble for the Rabbonim. And the big Tzadikim. And they used to go to the government. And they used to be moist and they used to tell a whole bunch of lies. So now that we got that, 
in our minds. I don't want such a thing in my mind. I would never have to go to the government and speak Russian horror against a tzaddik or the rov or the boss. I would never, ever do something like that. I didn't say that you would. I'm saying let's get into the story now that we understand the background to the story. Okay? And we understand that the Hassam Sefer is a great tzaddik. Oh, yes, of course. There's one more thing. That from the story, uh, we're going to learn that the Hassam Sefer had Ruach HaKodesh. However, he didn't want anybody to know about this story, how he knew, uh, or actually, actually, he didn't want anybody to know the story, actually, completely, because most of the Eden in that town had no inkling that what the Hassam Sefer stopped <laughs> was going to take place. But it didn't take place because of his Ruach HaKodesh, you understand? But uh, after the Hassam Sefer was Nifta, then the two people that are going to be involved are the... Rabbi, could I ask you a question? Oh, yes, go right ahead. Instead of telling bits and pieces, could you go straight to the story already? Oh, yes, 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 sure, sure. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not uh, a professional storyteller. I'm, I'm a speaker, but all right, all right. Okay, here we go. Okay, so Lemaisa was around the 1800s, somewhere it's like 1810, 1820, something like that, maybe a little longer. I don't know exact date, and I don't remember offhand because I didn't intend to tell this story, but um, there is a... Um, a uh, person uh, uh, that's called the governor, <laughs> just like we have a governor here, a ruling, whatever it is, the ruling uh, authority in Prashberg. Okay, and now we're going to go over to a meeting that's taking place with Muttel and Hatzkala. Hatzkala, 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 Hatzkala. Do you know here in this particular town where we live here? Uh, yeah, you mean here in Prashberg? Yeah, 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 here in Prashberg. You know that there's a rabbi here. Yeah, yeah, the Hashem Shoifa. Very big Talmud Chacham. Everybody respects him. He has this big yeshiva. I mean, so many guys. There must be hundreds, a hundred, maybe a thousand people here. And people ask him questions from all over. He's like the biggest Torah authority around. You know, everybody respects him. So, uh, what about him? Well, that's the problem. Everybody respects him. And they don't respect us. <laughs> Maybe if you grow a long beard, <laughs> they'll respect you too. No, 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 no. That's just not what I'm pointing out. Listen to me very carefully. You know, we are part of the Haskala, right? <laughs> of course, yeah. So what about it? Well, anyways, you know, uh, we're trying to enlighten people uh, to stop dominating the same way they do to stop learning the same way to do, to, 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 to leave the old-fashioned stuff old-fashioned and just do a little amount. I mean, after all, we got to pray to God, but maybe it's not the same way they do. Now, of course, they believe strongly the way they do, and they don't like us because they say we're going against the Torah. And you know what I say? Uh, <coughs> uh, what do you say? I say stop coughing so much. <coughs> okay, whatever you say. Anyway, so uh, what, what are you trying to say? Well, you know, um... Point of the matter is, if we want to have more people joining us, we got to get rid of this rabbi. And maybe once we get rid of the rabbi, we can close down his yeshiva. So what do you want to close down the yeshiva? Where are guys going to learn Torah? The idea is, Hatzkala. Yeah, Matana. That we're supposed to stop the learning of Torah, remember? We're supposed to assimilate. We're trying to be part of the Pressburg community over here in Bolivia. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how are we going to stop that? We're going to go over and take uh, wood, hammer nails, and you know, put boards and block the door. They'll climb to the window. Oh, I get it. Then we'll lock up all the windows. No, no, no. That's not what we're going to do. Okay. So what are we going to do? What we're going to do is we're not going to speak to the rabbi because he's a holy man. Uh, so uh, you afraid that he's going to change us and turn us back to religious people? Well, I'm not sure what he would do, but you know what? The idea is I thought of a plan. I have a great plan. <laughs> if you thought about it, I'm worried. <laughs> All right, stop the jokes, okay? I'm serious. We got to push our movement over here, you know? In other cities, uh, you know, the Haskalah is growing and growing. And then there's people trying to stop us, like the Holy Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva Eger, and so on and so forth, you know? Well, we got to stop this. Now, right here, we got to stop this Rabbi Moshe Sofer. We got to stop him in his track. So here's my plan. We got to go over to the governor, you see? Got that? Yeah, we're going to go to the governor, ask him to invite us for a meal? No, no, but if he invites us, we'll eat, okay? It doesn't matter, because we don't eat kosher anymore, anyways. You know, it's old-fashioned. So listen to me. 
here's the, here's my plan. We go to the governor, and we say a whole bunch of lies, okay? And so what are we going to lie for? That's not nice to do. No, 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 just listen to me. We're going to make a billboard. A billboard? Oh, you know, like a libel thing? A thing like that? Yeah, yeah, we're going to make a billboard. We're going to make up a thing and, and, and show that the Orthodox Jews are not important for our city of Pressburg. Okay. Now, it's not going to take a lot to convince because um, uh, the governor, <laughs> he's not very friendly to the Eden, you know what I mean? He's not friendly to the to the, the Hudim, you know? So, therefore, um, uh, you know, I would not worry, okay? Because he's not, he's not a friend of the Jewish people, okay? So, that's the bottom line. Okay, got that, got that? Okay, so then who says he's going to see us? Because we're not religious. We uh, don't wear armor anymore, you know what I mean? Got it, got it. And we're going to convince him that we're trying to make everybody be like all the other citizens and this guy is stopping it and he has a yeshiva that's teaching against his principles and everything like this. So this way we can get the place start, you know, uh, stopped, you know. But there's got to be a kunz. A kunz? What kind of kunz? we got to make sure that the rabbi doesn't find out about it. You understand? Now, we got to convince him to do it uh, secretly. And we got to convince him that the Jewish people are going to come, they're going to try to protest, they'll try to convince them otherwise, you know, and and therefore he should not see them. And he shouldn't tell them about the Gezeira until, until it actually happens. The Gezeira? Oh, yeah, yeah, the decree. Yeah, okay, so uh, I got it. Wow, this is cool. So what you're saying is we convince him to make a Gezeira, to kick out the Jewish people, close down the yeshiva and everything like that, and get the rabbi out of town, right? That's right. And then, Motala... Uh, uh, we, he's, the day that uh, the decree is going to come, it's going to be enacted by soldiers, and it'll be too late to stop it, right? That's right. You got it. How do you say that? Is this a great plan or what? Yeah, it is. It is. Okay, uh, when do we go? Right now. Let's go. Okay, uh, let me finish my peanut butter and jelly sandwich first. Oh, come on, come on. Hey, don't worry. I don't bench anymore, you know. Come on, let's go. I noticed that, right? All right, well, let's go. All right, we don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, um. Here we are at the palace. Um, there's the guard at the door. Um, 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 it's funny. This is the Austria-Hungarian Empire. I have all kinds of people here from all over the place. Yeah. Um, um, excuse me, uh, humble guard. Uh, how are you? What is loss? What you want over here? Huh? What you standing here? Huh? Uh, huh? He's making a joke. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, not making joke. Listen very carefully. I want you to understand that you cannot stay here. This is the governor's palace. Now, away from here. Ha. I see. Uh, we have to see the governor. It's very important. We have very important information he's going to like to hear. If you send us away, then I guess you're going to be losing your job because when he finds out and it's going to be too late to stop it, then uh, you're in big trouble. All right. One second. I will check this out. Relax, moment, okay? One second. What's What's I going to do now? I'm not going to go this door. Governor, there's two Jewish people that are not Jewish to see you. Oh, really? Two Jewish people that are not Jewish? Oh, from the Haskalah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, send them in, send them in, bring them in, bring them in, bring them in. Oh, do you have a seat over there? Do you have a seat? Sit down, sit down, sit down. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, uh, thank you. Now, what is it that you want from me? Go ahead, tell me, tell me. Uh, uh, all right. You see, um, you know that uh, we are trying to be faithful citizens, very good citizens of your country and of Pressburg, you know, and we're trying to be very loyal and everything. And that's why, if you notice, we know we're Jewish, we're born Africa, nothing we can do. But you notice that we don't wear the yarmulke, we dress like you people do, we act like you people do, we do everything like you do, and we're trying to get others. However... It's not going to work completely because there is a problem. A problem? What is the problem? Oh, maybe I can explain it. Okay, so let me tell you what the problem is. Okay? The Zachazazoi. You see, it has to be that there's a very, 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 excuse me, a berry or a very? 
Well, a berry could be very good, but I mean, it's a very, very big uh, yeshiva uh, called uh, Yeshiva Preshberg, and it's run by a great rabbi called uh, uh, Rabbi Moshe Sofa. Uh, a lot of people call him the Hasam Teva, you know. But anyways, let me just tell you about it. You see, this great uh, holy rabbi, um, he has a plan to uh, make everybody orthodox and stay separate and have nothing to do with the people of Preshberg. So eventually... It means you won't uh, 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 gain so much from their citizenship because uh, uh, they're not going to be, uh, you know, uh, productive citizens and uh, so on and so forth. Uh, but they'll probably try to get, um, you know, uh, special fundings to help them, but without even working for it because they're going to sit and learn their holy books and they say they're scholars and everything like that. So um, uh, I would advise, uh, for the benefit of Preshberg, uh, uh, you know, you, you make a decree uh, to uh, to kick out all the Orthodox Jews, if they remain Orthodox, and close down that yeshiva. Because if that yeshiva still exists, then that means that um, uh, people are, are going to... How, how should I say it? How should I say it? I'll tell you how you should say it. It's very simple. If that yeshiva stays, you know what's going to happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be that they're going to keep producing children that are going to grow up to adults that are never going to assimilate and be part of Pressburg just the way you would like it. You, 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 you understand, Your Honor? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, indeed, quite so. Okay, now, um, I can make this decree. Oh, oh yeah, sir, there's one more thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll tell him, I'll tell him. Yeah, yeah, because you look a little too nervous. Okay, so let me tell you. You see, the idea is that if you announce the decree, they're going to get prepared, and they're going to be able to pack up and leave with all their belongings, or they're going to be able to come here and protest and, and, and try to t- convince you to do otherwise, okay? So, therefore, um, uh, let me tell you, uh, you should keep this decree a secret, and then it should only be released on the day that you're going to send your soldiers to kick out the Jewish people. And this way, it'll be too late for them. And that's that. Uh, you know, I like this idea very much. You know, I was looking for an excuse to get rid of them. You know, I'm not such a fond person of them. Yes, I like this very much. Okay, very well, very well. If this works out, you'll be well rewarded. Okay. Uh, do have a good day. Uh, yeah, you too. You have a good day too. Yeah, have a good day. <laughs> Work. <laughs> Okay, now, let me see now. Uh, let me figure out the details here before I put it into uh, uh, an official decree. Oh, yes, yeah, so, yeah. Well, let me see. Let me get my feather and ink. And let me write out here. Okay. This is beautiful. I'll just keep this a secret until the day that I implement it. <laughs> Those two guys are good, yes. Very good. I like them. Yes, yes. And so, um, <clears throat> um, uh, Rabbi Greenberg? Oh, oh, yeah. So let me tell you what happened in between. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Robert, I almost left it for you to continue. Yes, yes. Uh, but, but I'm just supervising tonight. Oh, okay. Uh, so what happened was this. The great Tzadik, the Hassan Sefer, the Baruch Hashem was so great that he had Ruch HaKodesh, even though the decree was not publicized. Believe it or not, guess what? I know, I know. He found out about it. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I see. I'm sorry, but it's such an exciting story. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to be quiet. Yes, please do. Okay, so anyways, so the Hassan Seifer knew about it, and he started to do something about it, because a tzaddik does not sit back and relax. A tzaddik does whatever he can to help his klal, to help his kahila, and that's exactly what he was going to do. So let me get back into the story. How am I doing, Rabbi Herbs? You're doing great. Go ahead. Continue. All right, so let's go to the Hassan Seifer. Listen to me. I need two er l'chayidin. They should come to me and not ask any questions when they want done. Send me to Erlich Eden. And so, sure enough, Motel and Chatzkala, they were not the ones that came because those were the ones who did Maskilim. But David and Yankel came. David and Yankel came. And David comes in. Uh, excuse me, the Rebbe, I mean, uh, the Heilige Rav wanted to see me. Uh, what is it? Oh, yeah, the Rav wanted to see me too. Yeah, I'm here. What is it? Listen to me very carefully. There's a terrible, terrible Gezeira that's going to come out. Excuse me, but I, I didn't see any Gezeira. There was nothing posted. Uh, yes, uh, Heilige Rav, I mean... Uh, there's no Gezerah that we know of. I mean, uh, we pass by the marketplace and everything where the posters are hung from the government and there's nothing there. Trust me, I know. Don't ask me how I know. 
It's a terrible gzera. I need the two of you to go to the governor, and I trust you because you both ask on him, and you will do the best you can, and you're going to convince the governor that he should rip up the decree. Uh, yes, of course, I'm in Zichar, 100%. I'll, I'll convince the governor to rip up the game, but there's a little problem. Yeah, there's a little problem. Yeah, how are we going to get into the governor? Uh, it's very difficult to get into the governor because he doesn't like us and he's not going to see us. I'm sure that you'll figure out something. Um, don't waste any time. Go there now, tonight. Uh, 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 tonight, okay. Uh, all right, fine, very good, okay. Uh, let's go. Uh, okay, um, you got a plan? What's going on over there, fellas? What's the matter with you? Why are you doing everything secret? What what, what, what did the, 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 the rub want to see about? I'm sorry, we can't tell you. All right, let, let's go outside. Okay, now. Uh, all right, so what are we going to do? How are we going to get to see him? We should go knock on the door and go, Hello, we'd like to see the governor. He's going to throw us out on the head. What are we going to do? Uh, um, oh, I have a plan. I have a plan. I have a plan. Okay, we're going to walk outside, okay? We're not going to say why we're walking. We'll just say, oh, we couldn't sleep, we're tired, and then we're walking. And then we'll keep walking around, all around uh, uh, the governor's palace. And then... I get it, I get it. Sooner or later, the governor has to come outside. And then when he comes outside, we'll approach him then, right? Uh, yeah, that's that's the plan. Oh, all right. Okay, so I have to make sure I'm wearing good shoes tonight, because so, <laughs> I'll be walking a lot, and I have to make sure I have plenty of food with me. Okay, very good, not a problem. Okay, are we ready to go? Yes, just let us tell our wives that we'll be gone for the night. Oh, yeah, good idea, good idea. Otherwise, they'll worry about us. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. No question about it. And so, let me tell you what happened. So the two of them, uh, Dovin and Yankel, they went outside, and they walked to the governor's palace. And they began taking a walk back and forth all around the perimeter of the palace that he had over there, you know, his gigantic mansion, palace, whatever it was. And uh, they were walking around. And then they were walking around. And then they were walking around. And about an hour passed, and they were still walking around. And the guard that was at the night shift, he saw what was going on. I don't like this, what's going on here. Hmm. Hey. Otto! Otto! Wake up! Yeah? What is it? Yeah, what's it last? Otto, take a look over there. Those two choice people are walking back and forth. So, what's the problem? They're walking back and forth for over an hour. Oh, so they need a new pair of shoes. No, let's find out why they're walking. Hey, you two, stop! Uh, excuse me? Oh, oh, stop. Oh, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? Don't give me Shalom Aleichem. Now you listen to me. What are you doing here? I'm an imperial guard over here, you know that. <laughs> I'm a royal guard, yeah? I'd love to tell him he's a royal, uh, a big mouth also, but I'm not going to do that. Okay, so uh, let's see, what can I tell him? Oh, Shalom Aleichem, how do you do? There you go with that Shalom again. I don't eat Shalom, that's Jewish food. No, no, no. Uh, it's Shalom Aleichem is like saying, how are you? Ah, all right. I'm okay. Oh, good, 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 good. That's great. Okay. Um, um, so, um, what do we do now? Uh, let's see. Um, why don't we ask him? Ra Rabbi, uh, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be giving the share back in the year 2016? Or, or you mean according to Jewish law? I mean, uh, what, what, why are you here? You know something? Rabbi Herbs, it's catchy. When you tell a story, it really comes to life. I actually feel like I'm standing in front of the governor's mansion. I feel like I'm standing right next to them. <sighs> yeah, I know. It happens to me a lot also. Anyways, uh, uh, just let them continue from here. I don't think they need narration for a while. Oh, okay, that's great. That's great. Okay, take it away. All right, what are you doing here? Well, uh, um, we're taking a walk because we couldn't fall asleep tonight, and, and that's that. And so they walked back and forth. Uh, how come you're giving narration? I'm looking at the clock. It's getting late. we got to speed up the walking, okay? They have to do speed walking. So after a couple of hours walking back and forth, they finally, uh, the argument broke out. Hey, what do you mean? What's wrong if we're walking? We're not going into the thing. Maybe you're a thief. Yeah, maybe you're a thief. Maybe you're trying to break in. Maybe murderers. And of course, they made so much noise. The governor heard it, opened his window and said, 
what's going on out there? And they told him exactly what happened. And of course, the governor said, well, very interesting. Uh, they can't sleep, but I can't sleep. Even though the Jews just send them in here, I want to speak to them. And strange as it may seem, the governor could not sleep. Oh, wait a minute. I thought I was doing that part. Oh, yeah, you, you could do that part. But you fell asleep. Oh, he didn't fall asleep. The governor fell asleep. Now, actually, he couldn't fall asleep because he was awake. I mean, he was supposed to fall asleep, but he didn't fall Oh, Oh, you know, I'm starting to sound like, uh, yes, I know. Okay, it's very catchy. Okay, let's continue. Okay, let's continue. Okay, so the governor spoke to them. So tell me, uh, you know, you can't sleep. You know, I, strangers, may seem I couldn't fall asleep either. You know, I have a great idea. You know, we'll, we'll drink some warm milk over here. And then as we drink some warm milk, you know, and don't worry, don't you dare worry, you know. <laughs> I know you Jewish people only drink kosher stuff and eat kosher stuff. So that's why I'm offering warm milk, because the milk that we use here in this palace comes from a cow, which I know you Jews drink milk from a cow. So therefore, um, I will, well, I'll have my servant uh, warm up some milk, and then we'll drink it, and then we'll talk, and then we'll see. It'll be great. Don't worry, don't worry. Okay, um, 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 uh, Janusz, come here, please. Yes, sir. What is it, sir? Oh, can you do me a favor and, 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 and go milk a cow and bring some warm milk over here? Warm it up, please, okay? And for my guests, okay? Yes, sir. Whatever you say, sir. You want us to do that? I mean, I'll do that. We have no problem. I'm going to go right now, okay? I'll see you soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sure enough, uh, while he was taking care of the milk, uh, the two guys started whispering to each other. Hey, we were in a funny predicament. How could we drink the milk? Why do you mean how could we drink the milk? It's from a cow, he said. Yes, I know. But no, you'd watched it. How do we know that it didn't come from another animal? But he said. I see. Okay. Um, I don't know what to do, but uh, we'll see what happens. And sure enough, what happened is, I got you first. Okay, so I wasn't fast enough. You weren't. Anyway, so what happened was is, because the clock is ticking, we want to try to get in some phone calls. So therefore, let's continue. So what happened was is, uh, the guy came in, Janusz came in with the warm milk. Here's your warm milk, sir. Okay, here's your milk. Everything fine? Yes, of course. Okay, now, you Jewish guests of mine, go ahead and drink the warm milk. We're here on a mission, so, you know, it's really Midrabanan that we can't drink this milk now because, you know, he said us, you know, whatever, but, I mean, you know, it's really Midrabanan, but we're on a very important mission, so how could we... Mivatal even, uh, uh, from the Rabbanon even. No, 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 I'm sorry, sir. Um, um, we cannot drink this milk at the present moment. <laughs> really? You insulted me. I have milk only from a cow, and that's what I drink, and that's the only thing that I allow in my palace, and you're insulting me because you won't drink this milk because you didn't see who milked it? You, you, I'm so angry. I'll have you both locked up in jail, and then tomorrow I'll have you executed. What do you say to that? Oh, boy, we're in trouble. No, 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 no. The Hassam Seifer told us we have a mission and it's going to be accomplished. Shliach mitzvah ain't in a zakid, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're 100% right. And all of a sudden, when the, um... I'll tell you, when, when Yannis saw that they were going to take them out and arrest them and put them in a dungeon and then execute them in the morning, so Yannis spoke up. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. One second, one second, one second, one second. Don't, don't, don't take them out. Don't put them in jail. I, I confess, I confess. You confess to what? What did you do? You know, all the cows were sleeping at this time of night. They were sleeping. And, 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 and therefore I couldn't find a cow that was awake. But I found a pig. So I milked the pig. And, and this really is not cow's milk. It's a pig's milk. All of a sudden, this governor started thinking, Well, amazing. You know, your laws are very interesting. I would never think so. Even I was fooled by this. Whoa. I see that your Torah and this laws are extremely important. You know what? i, I got to show you something. Uh, what's the reason why you came? Uh, we came here to tell you to rip up a gazera, a decree against the Jews who want to throw us out. What? How would you know about that? <laughs> I never even told it to anyone. I, I just wrote it uh, practically earlier tonight. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Rabbi, uh, Seifer, he knows everything. Oh, my goodness. Oh, amazing. That rabbi is greater than I thought. Uh, uh, let me get it. And sure enough. And sure enough. And sure enough. 
uh, we have no time to choose it out. Okay, and sure enough, what he did was he went over and he uh, uh, took the, the decree and ripped it up in front of them and he became a little more friendly to the Jewish people as a result. And then Hassam Saifa told them, and the reason why this happened is because, you see, you had to go through this test with the milk because what happened was is that we had this gezer upon us because Jewish people are, around here were giving up easy mitzvahs to do. They weren't being very careful about them. And they were treading upon uh, simple mitzvahs. So as a result, what ended up happening was that Hashem made this terrible gezerah. But because you withstood the test and you didn't drink the milk, even though you said it was from a cow, and you relied on what the Rabbonin said, so therefore you were able to be uh, the shliach, uh, both of you were the shlichim, to be able to uh, stop the gezerah. Baruch Hashem. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. From here I take over, okay? All right, whatever you want. Okay, and sure enough, the Gezeira was torn up. This government to become more friendly to Jews, respect the Hassan Saiva even more. And there are many stories told of him, but now uh, let's uh, go and uh, take some phone calls while we have some time, okay? Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Sarah Bonner, and I learned that you should always listen to Hashem. And his Torah. And it's all right. And can I speak to Yassi? Sure, Yassi. Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh, what's, what, what's going on? You know, you call him a lot of times, Baruch Hashem, you managed to get in. What's your secret? Maybe other people can learn it too. I don't have any. Oh, so must be. Ah, he, she's talking to me. Uh, must, must be because Hashem likes you, so she let, so, so Hashem lets you get in the very time. Okay. I we, hope so. Uh, I think so. I know so. Okay. Ah, uh, Rabbi says it takes more, more phone calls. Bye. Nice talking with you. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson uh, you learned tonight's story? I'm Charlie. I'm happy that my father showed show me you in the picture. We saw me drink milk. That's correct. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go to the next one. Hello, you're on the air. What lesson do you learn? What is your name? What lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Huh? Yes, you're on the air. What name? And what um, lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Could I, could I request a story? You could you could request a story, yes. Um, I, I think you said this story. Um, the one with the bananas, and, and, and they put the bananas in the truck, and the meat was cheap. Oh, the kosher caper. Okay, let me... Yeah, I think something like that. Okay, how long ago did I tell that here? I don't remember. I just remember you said it. Okay, I'm gonna mark it down here. Kosher caper. I'll check if I didn't tell it too. You know, if I told it, you know, a few years ago, probably like two, maybe like a year ago at least, probably. Oh yeah. Okay. So then maybe I'll tell it next week. Kosher caper. Okay. Very good. Thanks a lot. That one I know all the details. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I'll go to the next bullet. All right. Bye. Bye. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello. Yes. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, my name is Shaul Cherba, and I learned to always invite Haknas' organ. Yes, that's true. That's true. That's a very interesting thing. You were able to see that there. Okay, hello, you're on here. What, what na- what's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yosham, you should respect Jews. Ah, uh, yes, you should. And Jews have to earn their respect too. You can't just walk around and say, oh, I'm a Jew and I want to be respected. You have to earn your respect. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yeah, a lesson that you always have to remit from, even the mitzvah from the Rabbana. That's correct. You have to be very careful even with mitzvahs the Rabbana. Very good. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Ah, okay. And what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Yeah, you should, you should, you should have cashless with milk. You should what? Keep cashless with milk. Right, that's correct. That's very good also. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Could you please lower whatever you're listening to because we're hearing double-double talk? Okay, I'm, I have to go to the next caller. Because, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? hello. Yes, what is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Sorry, that you should always have a munasachamim and you should drink kosher milk. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yummy. Yummy. Okay, what what lesson you learned tonight's story? You should always listen to Rav. You should always listen to Rav. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Thank you, Okay, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Respect Jews. You should respect Jews. 
He said, what? Oh, he said, stock, Jewish stuff. Yes. Okay, very good. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, me? Yes, yes. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Eliezer. Yes, and what lesson you learned tonight, Eliezer? Elio. Elio, sorry. Okay. What lesson you learned tonight, Elio? That we uh, you should always drink only from 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 cold syrup. Right. Never ever drink from from cold stone. Very good. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on here. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's hey. story? Elio, going. What? I'm um, um, the lesson is that they should all they should all use a Very good, thank you, excellent, thank you very much. Hi, I gotta go real fast. I'm gonna say hello okay. to you. Hi, you remember me? My name is Elio Cohen. Elio Cohen. Okay, I'm gonna try to remember it. Okay, Elio Cohen. Elio Cohen. Elio Cohen. Masha Baruch by the Goshev. Okay, right, Elio Cohen. Okay, thank you. Okay. Hello, you're on here. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Elio that you should never start up the Jidim. Okay, that's in there also. That's correct. But you see, in this story, sometimes bad Jidim can make trouble for other Jidim. So we got to all try to be Sadiqim instead. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, I wanted to say that I like your story very much. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Gives me good physic because then I want to keep telling stories. Thank you. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What lesson you learn? What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? You talking to me? I certainly am. Yes, yes, I'm talking to you. Um, you should not start with Jews. Oh, yes, that's in there also. Correct. Okay, thank you very and much. And also, can I speak to Yossi? Okay, Yossi, everybody likes you. Hi, I'm popular. Move over, Rabbi Herbs. I'm coming through. Okay, just, you know, don't let it go to your head. All right, it's not going to my head. It's going through my voice. Okay, hi, how are you? Good. Okay. Oh, my goodness. The switchboard is loaded with phone calls. We got to go take another phone call. Nice to talk to you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, Are you the one that makes all the voices? The answer to your question, since I have to tell the MS, the answer is yes. Okay, does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, if you ever see me tell a live story, meaning when I tell stories in public and things like that, at some simcha or, you know, some special party or whatever it is, if you ever see me tell a story live, you would see that it's a gift from Hashem and we have to use this gift well. Okay, does that answer your question? Yes. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson? Hello? Yes. Uh, what's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? I didn't. What? Hello? Yes. What is what is the name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? You have to lower whatever you're listening to because I'm hearing double double talk. Oh, here. I think you're on with you. I have to go to the next phone call. Okay. Hello. You're on here. Hello. You're on here. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yummy. Yummy. Okay. So, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Can I answer to Yossi? Uh, Yossi, everybody seems to like you. Yossi, Yossi, are you sleeping? Oh, 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 hi. Somebody wants to talk to me? Oh, hello, how are you? Very good. That's great. Okay, you know, everybody's lucky tonight because, I don't know, because uh, the next show didn't start yet. I don't know, maybe he's late, maybe he had a flat tire, maybe he got stuck on a people gu- bu- bubble gum, maybe he slipped on a banana peel. Hopefully not, you know. But all right, whatever it is, okay, so I'm going to take a few more phone calls now uh, with Rabbi Yerps, and then i got to call hey, to Gavin Meyer. Nice to speak to you. Bye. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Lisa Diamond. I mean, lesson is about... How other Jews shouldn't hurt other Jews. In, Very good. In, we should, Excellent. You should always remember to not ever up the And should always keep it from Russia. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, you too, then. Call too. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, what is your name? Uh, Lisa Tuff. Lisa Tuff and Hi. Hello? Yeah. Yes, you're still on. Okay. Yes, the answer. Yeah. Okay, if you don't. Speak. Linda, we have to eat kosher, not, not, not um, um, 
Right. We should make sure to be very mockbit to eat kosher. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hi, my name is Leah. Um, and learn that you always trust in Hashem. Very good. That's also there. That's correct. Thank you very much. Okay. We take uh, one or two more calls and that's it. Okay, because i got to go to my room. Okay, hello, you're on here. What is your name? Oh, sorry, Rabbi Yerps. Are you lucky you got in tonight because... Uh, uh, I know, I know, because guess why? Guess why I didn't call last week? I had a bar mitzvah. Yay, bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah for my cousin. Yay, oh. Mazel tov, mazel tov. It's great to yeah, hear. Yeah, you, did you send a mazel tov yet? I just said mazel tov while you were screaming. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. Hey, Yossi, even though I didn't learn any lesson tonight, but don't worry, by next week I'll be sure to have another one. But for now, for a quick second, you want to sing Simon Tov and Mazel Tov together with me? Um, well, there's only thing one way. Okay, okay. Um, you know, but, but uh, I thought for sure if you listen to my story, there'd be tons and tons of lessons. Oh, I uh, know, I know, but for some reason, uh, Yassi, why do you have a blindfold over your eyes? I, I don't have a blindfold over my eyes. Why do you think so? Uh, Yassi, you know you shouldn't be walking like that with a blindfold over your eyes. Uh, Yassi, be careful, you're going to crash into the... Wall. Uh, all right, anyways, uh, I got to go to the next phone call, okay? Take care. Bye. Nice Hi, to talk to you. Yes. You yes, want to talk this to... is Shoshana. My brother's birthday is, uh, he's three years old. Could you please sing a song for him? Okay. Happy birthday. Okay, happy birthday to you. What's his name, by the way? Ishak. Ishak. Oh, okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Ishak. Happy birthday, dear Ishak. Happy birthday to you. Okay, I can only take one more call. Thank you very much. Okay, this will be the last call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what Joseph lesson you learned? What was that? Joseph Mentor. Okay, and what lesson you learned tonight's story? That you should always trust in Hashem. Yes, that is correct. That is there also. Excellent. Thank you very much. And that's